Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and this is November 22nd, 2020. And in the U.S., this week is known as Thanksgiving week. Um, it's also known as uh, the week for um, great sales online. So we have Black Friday, which happens the day after Thanksgiving and then we have Cyber Monday which <laughs> it follows so I I hope wherever you are in the world that you've got your credit card uh, all buffed up and ready to go right to keep the global economy moving right but we don't have to we don't have to jump onto all those sales if we don't want to or if we don't really need anything. Of course, it is a good time sometimes if you care to spend the time, it's a good time to buy some Christmas or Hanukkah presents. Um, so that's our week ahead and in meditation class we have been working on Forgiveness, compassion, and this week we're going to be focusing primarily on gratitude. And the reason, one of the main reasons that we work with gratitude is that the payoffs are pretty big. It's easy to do, um, doesn't require any extra equipment, it is calming. And it has, it has byproducts, it has effects. And one of those effects is that it makes us or creates a more peaceful state within us. And one of the reasons, I've noticed this, um, one of the reasons it does that is because it gets us out of a... Uh, judgmental frame of mind and when we're in that judgmental frame of mind we're usually thinking I like this I don't like that I like this color I like that car oh I don't like that person they look whatever um, just we make all kinds of judgments so that's that easily moves into discrimination like, you have red hair, I don't like you, right? And discrimination is very different from discernment. Discernment is a very um, sort of high-level function of observation and intelligence, not necessarily intellect, but intelligence. And it's a great use of intelligence, and the people who are good at it are not for the most part they're not judgmental okay because being judgmental um, does not help us really move through the world peacefully um, and it does disrupt our peace being judgmental does that um, and I've got storm clouds moving in 
they were kind of sitting over to one side but they're headed this way and it's getting a little breezy so I'm gonna I've been sitting out under the trees so I'm gonna move back toward the house I'm not gonna pause we'll just head back toward the house in case it decides to like do thunder and lightning like that so I'm being very discerning about the clouds, okay? Not being judgmental, like good cloud, bad cloud, okay? I'm using my discernment to move myself back to the house so, I, so that we won't get rained on. So when we're more discerning than um, discriminating, then we're actually creating more peace and calm within ourselves. And, and this is um, also a great effect of gratitude because when we're grateful for what we have or for who we are or our gifts, our talents, our friends, our family, when we're grateful, then we're paying attention to what we have rather than what we don't have. And as I'm sure you're well aware, um, most commercial advertising, like for stuff, right, plays on our sense of uh, we need something, we're incomplete, we're, um, we're not cool enough, we're not suave enough, we're not <laughs> skinny enough, we're not, we don't have enough muscles, we're, uh, you know, whatever. So advertising plays on that in the human nature, human being nature, okay? But when we're grateful, we go, wow, wow, like when we practice that, we go, wow, I got a lot of stuff, I got, well, I got a lot of friends. Wow. I have a lot of people who care about me. I have a great little car. I have I have a great great work. So it you can feel how and of course the more specific we are, the better gratitude works. Right? It does. So When, when we generate that level of gratitude and appreciation for who we are and what we already have, we're, we're more at peace with ourselves. We are not, like if, I'm not saying, you know, that that happens automatically after a day or two, but it can. It can. We can become more peaceful rapidly just by being grateful for and appreciating what we already have. Now, this might slow down sales on Black Friday, but hopefully it will not affect the economy adversely. <laughs> so, um, my suggestion is, before you um, whip out 
your credit card and jump online, just stand in your house and look around or your apartment or your yard and and look around at what you already have and what has meaning for you. And that's the other thing I always recommend when you're making a gratitude list is to put down, like, write what you're grateful for, but also, in the process, write down why you're grateful for that particular thing or that particular person. I know that that when I'm making a list of the people um, that I care about and that I know care about me, I often include people who have passed on, who are no longer um, on the planet. And when I started doing that, I was, I was really amazed at all the people I remembered, like from middle school, uh, high school, college, uh, it, and, and it just, it was, it was wonderful to remember those people. And I felt, I felt tremendously blessed by having those people who cared, you know, by remembering those people who cared about me. So, um, one of the reasons that I can highly recommend a gratitude practice is that it will increase your peace, peace of mind, uh, it will diminish, it will help to diminish your sense of uh, not having enough, not being enough. We, we're all enough. We are enough. Um, yes, there are probably habits that we could change that would be good, right? We all have our habits, right? But essentially, we are enough and we are good enough. So as I was contemplating this piece of gratitude and how it contributes to our peace of mind and peace of heart, um, I got to thinking about peace. So it, we're not, the world is not in a very peaceful state as, we've, as we're well aware. Um, and there are a lot of angry, upset, um, frustrated um, people who are in a very high level of survival. And when we get ratcheted up like that, when we're all ramped up and in that state we cannot think well, we do not make good decisions. Sometimes we make really bad decisions. Um, and we can't hear, we can't listen. We're not hearing other people who might 
or who appear to disagree with us. Um, and what is true is that most of us want the same thing, regardless of our political party or our um, status in life. We want the same thing. We want to lead a peaceful life. We want to be able to take care of ourselves. We want to have work that's fulfilling. Um, we have dreams that we would like to, you know, feel like we can have our dreams come true. Um, we'd like to live in peaceful neighborhoods, have our kids go to good schools, drink healthy water, have good food to eat, uh, be able to you know, go places and do things, like have some expendable income. So most of us want exactly, almost exactly the same thing, but we differ about how we want to, or how we think that could be accomplished. And if we are not able to listen to each other and talk to each other, and share our ideas in some sort of civilized manner, then all we're going to have is chaos and upset. Nothing's going to get accomplished. And if people say, well, it's my bat and ball, and, and if you don't let me play the way I want to play, I'm going to go home. Then, then what fun is that? What, what has gotten accomplished? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So we're in one of those very difficult states, not only um, in the U.S., but in the world. And it's like, as human beings, we have to learn, relearn, learn all over again, all the time, how to get along with each other. You know, we started this before preschool, right, learning how to share our toys, and I've read some studies about how it, there's a certain age that children reach where they are able to share, that it, it starts to make sense, and apparently before that age, that particular age, it doesn't make a lot of sense, so it's difficult to get them to share. And it's often difficult to get adults to share. So the, the distinction I would like to make about this is that we, if we want peace in the world, then we have to be more peaceful ourselves. We have to be, to some extent, at ease with ourselves, at at peace with ourselves. So the distinction I'm working with now is that the more peaceful I am with myself, then the more peaceful my relationships will be. And 
that will help the world. And it's not particularly measurable. We don't have any quantitative analysis to go with that. But for the most part, we would all much prefer to live in a peaceful household or work in a peaceful place or go to school in a peaceful place than one that is just total upheaval. It's very hard to get anything done or focus or have any fun um, when things are chaotic. Or even when there is a one of those very strong, strange undercurrents, right? That you can feel, but you can't put your finger on what it is. So there's being at peace, and then there is a higher function of that, um, which is actually being peace. And that struck me the other day when I was doing my meditations, um, that that's being peace is... um, something that is like a higher function, it's a higher calling or um, uh, uh, it means it in frequency terms the way I understand it, it would mean that we are so peaceful within ourselves you're so peaceful with ourselves that our our cells, our, our physical cells actually carry that peace. So we that means we would be at peace with ourselves and at peace, you know, to a great extent with our environment. And Um, we would be so aware of our own thoughts and feelings that we wouldn't get caught up in some kind of negativity. Okay, so we would just be being peace and we would just walk around in a state of peace And there's a very particular and specific feeling or sensation that goes with that. And it's very calming to other people, whether they know what we're doing or not, whether they know that we meditate or that we work on being peaceful or that we do our best to be mindful every day. Okay, so that's... In addition to the gratitude, that's what I'm working on this this week, is uh, being peace. Okay, I'm I want to be at peace with myself and others around me, and I'm also working on being peace in the midst of chaos and craziness. Okay, so I. And back at the house, I'm still outside, but I walked back and 
the clouds are still moving in this general direction, but not overhead. So, thought we could do uh, like our fresh air meditation and have a few moments of quiet and check in with ourselves see how we're doing right now and give ourselves a few minutes to just rest just to be still and the, the way we usually do this if you're not familiar um, I talk us into um, a meditative state using our breath then we have five or six minutes of quiet and then I talk us back out and we're all finished and also I would like to say right now that if you have more time and you can stay in that meditative state just stay put just stay right there even though I'm talking us back to being conscious and aware of our surroundings just give yourself as much time as you can. Okay? So, um, if you've been sitting, it would be a good idea to get up and stretch. One of the things that we often notice as soon as we try to get quiet and do our meditation is where we're carrying stress or tension in our bodies. So it's a very good practice to stretch a little bit before you sit down to do meditations. Okay. All set? Oh, lovely day. Sun's peeking out. you breathe in, following your breath, feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, allow yourself to relax. you breathe in, following your breath all the way down into your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, Feel yourself becoming more relaxed. As you breathe in, following your breath down into the very bottom of your lungs, 
feel yourself becoming even more centered. As you breathe out, following your breath, bring your awareness to your heart. Be aware of the beating of your heart, the rhythm, and let yourself rest. Rest in that rhythm. Remember that our hearts set, the beating of our hearts sets the rhythm for our entire body. Let yourself gently rest in that rhythm.
Now, if you can stay in your meditation, just stay put. If you need to get back to your life, then following your breath, be aware of how centered you are. As you breathe out following your breath, be aware how relaxed you are. As you breathe in, following your breath all the way down to your solar plexus, be aware of how calm you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, gently open your eyes. Ah, oh, great. Wonderful. restorative. And the deer are coming through, <clears throat> through the yard, nibbling on the grass. Have a wonderful evening, have a great week, and um, Remember to pay attention to everything you're grateful for, the things you appreciate, the people, and also the things about yourself that you appreciate. Always good to have a list of that hanging around the house. Okay. Remember to breathe. Remember to smile. It generates endorphins, which are happy hormones. Take care.